0: You ever wonder how you got to where you are right now, whether it's good or bad or just kind of okay? There's something that caused you specifically to be exactly where you are in any context of your life, whether it's your business, your family, your personal life, whatever it may be. We're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about what got you to where you are, how you got there, and how you can change that in the future. It's going to be an important episode. It's going to be a great episode because you're going to know how to mold and create your own destiny. Welcome to the Money, Love, and Freedom podcast, where you'll develop the mindset and skills to create a life of total abundance, from business and health to wealth and love, Discover what it takes to live a life of freedom on your terms. And now, your host, Coach George Wang. What's up, Freedom Fighters? Welcome to another episode of the Money, Love, and Freedom podcast. I'm your host here, as always, Coach George Wang, helping you to sell more, serve more, and live better. Here's the deal. If you're an entrepreneur or you're ambitious in any way shape or form, I think you know that your decisions matter because life is nothing but a series of decisions and actions. Now, let me let me explain why I am talking about this topic today. I I recently posted something on my IG stories. It was like a little meme and it had it was about two people and it was like a cartoon drawing and You saw one person who was a successful business person. And the other person was a homeless alcoholic. And when both asked, like, why were you in this position? Their answer was the same because their father was an alcoholic. And then there was a little caption underneath that. And it said, it's all about decisions. So I posted this meme. And, and then here's what's happened. Um, somebody who follows me replied to the statement, uh, to this statement that, you know, life is all about decisions. And he just put the words, I disagree. And this triggered me a little bit because I know this response came from a place of victimhood. And we'll talk about that a little bit later too. Um, because he believes that, you know, things are out of his control, which makes it so that he can't succeed in life or he can't have what he has or something like that. Now, I'll tell you at the end of the show what I actually responded back to this person. But in this episode, I want to talk to you about decisions. What's the difference between being victimized because we're all a victim of something, right? Every anyone in throughout the course of their life is going to be a victim of something, whether it's a victim of circumstance, society, a victim from God, right? Like something happened to you, got sick or disease, right? Somebody does something to you. We're all going to be in a situation where we're a victim. But what's the difference between being a victim and victimhood? Living in that victimhood. And personal responsibility. What's the difference between these things? It's true. There are things outside of your control, right? There's things that you cannot control. The sun, weather, a hurricane, an earthquake, a flood, what someone else says to you, somebody robbing you, someone beating you, disease, sickness. Some things are out of your control, but there's a big, huge difference between being victimized like you're a victim of something and living in victimhood so let, let me let me try to explain the difference between these two things being a victim or victimized is an action right it's something it's something that legitimately happens to you right i'm not i'm never going to downplay the the fact that people are victims right people are victims of robberies of crimes of rape horrible things in the world someone steals your identity and makes a credit card right and and you know massively destroys your credit cuz they never pay the bills you are a victim Someone calls you a name, a dick, an asshole. A a person who doesn't, they call you a name like you're a no good money-grubbing gold digger. They call you names. Those are all actions that legitimately happen. So that's being victimized. But living in victimhood, right? Living in victimhood is a mentality. It's a frame of mind. This is the person who says, well, because all these things happen to me, that's why I can't succeed. It's outside of myself. It's outside of me and there's nothing I can do about it. Right? So let me, let me like talk about this person who messaged me on IG again. So this person who messaged me actually lives a privileged life, especially by world standards. He has a nice place to live. He has good friends. I don't know him very well, but I can tell from his social media that he's not living in the fucking slums, right? He's not fucking homeless, right? We're in, he, hes local in the Bay Area, as far as I know. And you know what? The San Francisco Bay Area—it ain't cheap living here. So it's not that bad. He's not—he's not fucking broke and living in the slums. He lives an actually priv, a pretty privileged life. But I can tell from his messages that he lives in victimhood. Because every time I post something about self-responsibility or personal growth or going after your dreams, he always has something to say about this. Like, no, I don't think this is a fact. I don't think this is true. Whatever. Let's contrast him with Viktor Frankl. If you don't know Viktor Frankl, then maybe you've heard of his book, Man's Search for Meaning. So Viktor Frankl was born in 1905 and he had to go through not one, but two world wars, right? Most of us, who are, if you're listening to this show right now, most likely you've never been through any major war, right? We've had a couple of wars here and there, but nothing close to World War One or World War II, like not even on the radar. As a child, he had to beg for food during World War One because the resources were just so slim. And Viktor Frankl, as a Jewish man in his mid-30s, was rounded up by the Nazi takeover in Europe during World War II. And first he was sent to the concentration camp, and I'm going to butcher this name, I think it's Theresienstadt, And eventually he moved on to one of the most famous famous concentration camps at Auschwitz. Once he arrives at Auschwitz, he was immediately separated from his entire family, from his wife, his mom, his brother, the people he felt the most dearest and nearest to. And he lived there for a couple years until the Allied forces came in in 1945 and liberated the camp. They freed everybody. And obviously, he's grateful for his freedom. He's so happy. And of course, he immediately starts to look for his family. And within a few days, he learns that his wife, his mother, and his brother, his entire family, were all sent to the gas chamber. All dead. So clearly, he was a victim of Hitler the Nazi terror, he was clearly a victim. He was also a psychiatrist by trade. And he believed that what happens outside of us, we can't control. But we can control how we interpret it inside of us and what we do, meaning our decisions. What do we decide to do with the things that happen to us? And here's what happened. He came out stronger than ever. He could have lived in victimhood. He probably had more reason than anyone to live in victimhood. But instead, he chose. He decided to make meaning out of his life. And so what do you do? He went right back to work. And within nine days, just nine days From getting out of the concentration camps, he created the German version of the book Man's Search for Meaning, which eventually gets to the U.S. and becomes a bestseller. I mean, mean, even today, it's uh, probably been at least 75 years since he wrote it, it's still on Amazon with a nearly 5-star rating and over 35,000 reviews. That's the impact that he had. He also published a bunch of other books after that. He became a professor of psychology. He lectured at Harvard here in the United States. And he actually creates his own discipline in psychology called logotherapy. He got remarried and he had children and created a new, wonderful, beautiful life for himself. He decided to not live in victimhood. So here's the crux of the book, Man's Search for Meaning, is that we all create our own meaning. When we are a victim of something, it's within us to choose the meaning of it. And it's up to us to decide what we do with that. Or else, what happens? We're robbed of any free will or thought. If we just live in victimhood and say, oh, this happened to me, then we have no free will and no Thought, it's ridiculous. Some people live in victimhood when they even when they weren't even victimized by someone else. Like I know somebody who has type one diabetes. It's not great, you know. I have a few friends actually who have type one diabetes, but I know one in particular, and I know I agree it's not the best thing to live with, but it's livable, right? You can live and have a functioning life with type one diabetes. But this person uses an excuse for every single thing in their life, right? She like, literally, like there's nothing has been accomplished on her own for this single person, right? I also know this other person, a very, very near and dear, great fr- friend of mine named Ben. Uh, you can listen to a story in episode 70 if you want to. Uh, I had him on the show once, uh, but he's also a type one diabetic and he didn't live in victimhood. He decided to use his experience with type 1 diabetes, and he became a dietitian. I remember I was talking to him, and it was great. He, I asked him, like, what, what made you start this journey? And, and he said that when he was young, and I, and I don't remember the exact story, but it, it's something along the lines of, uh, by the way, if you listen to episode 70, you'll get the story. But I'm pretty sure he got, like, cut from a Little League baseball team. And he got so sick of everyone telling him what he couldn't do, what he couldn't do, what he couldn't do. And he said, I'm sick of this. I'm going to go find out what I can do. Well, the other person, by the way, the other person I was talking about originally, got the same message and they became paralyzed. Oh, you're right. I can't do anything. I can't do anything. Right. Let me just find some way to be a victim of everything and have people feel sorry for me. And let me not do anything. Let me not contribute to society. Both had the same disease. Both got it around the same time very, very different outcomes. We all have things that happen to us, but we also all have a choice of the meaning we're going to make of it. And by the way, this is the difference between fault and responsibility because there's a big difference between these two things. Don't get caught up in whose fault something is, whether it's your fault, somebody else's fault, God's fault, society's fault, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whose fault it is. Because we get, some of us, sometimes people get so caught up in this blame game. It's like, oh, I didn't do it, she did it, or he did it, oh, I didn't do it, she did it, or they did it, whatever. But it doesn't matter. Who cares whose fault it is? But regardless of whose fault it is, it is each and every one of our own responsibility to do something about it. So no matter what happens to you, no matter who did it to you, whether you did it to yourself, someone else did it to you, society did you, freak accident, it is your responsibility to decide what to do about it. And that's the difference between fault and responsibility. Don't get caught up in fault. Get caught up in your own responsibility and make something of it. So this brings me back to my original story. And I was triggered by that response, as I am sometimes when I find people who aren't willing to take responsibility for their own lives. And I knew I had a decision to make. I could have engaged this person, I could have had a debate. To be honest, I even typed out a long thought-out response, right? Of uh, you know, how that that's whatever. I just I talked about something similar to what I'm talking about right now in this episode in a very very much 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 shorter context, a few sentences. But then I thought about it. What's that going to do? Like, what's that really going to do? Like nothing. It's not going to do anything. I can't make people not live in a victimhood mentality. That's not my job. I can help people find their way out if they want a way out. But if they want to live there, I can't help them out of it. But what I can do is I can help people who want to take personal responsibility for their lives and equip, the, equip them with the tools, the strategies, the techniques in order to make that happen. Things will happen in your business. Vendors, partners, affiliates, they'll all renege or, or pull back on some of their promises to you. Things will happen in your personal life. A death in the family. Family not accepting who you are or what you do. Society not accepting what you are, who you are, what you do. That doesn't define you, though. Only you do. I used to want to help everyone. I used to think, like, I just wanted to help everybody around me in every way, shape, and form possible. But I learned that I can't. And if I tried to help everyone, I would end up helping no one. Because my mind would be so distracted trying to chase the people who just can't be helped. Or don't want the help, I should say. I believe everyone can be helped, but some people just don't want it. So, now I choose to focus on my tribe. People like you. Listening to this show right now. This is why you listen to the show. This is why you call yourself a freedom fighter. Because you take responsibility and fight for what you want in life. You fight. For your own personal freedom. And now realizing, I, I realized that, you know, if, if I really try to help everyone, which I used to think, and I'm helping no one, I end up chasing around people who don't want to be helped. What did I do with this person and this DM? Here's what I chose to do. Nothing. I literally chose to do nothing. I just let it go. Because I realized that if I engaged... Most likely, he would respond and trigger me more and say, like, no, this happened, this happened, blah, 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 blah. And I could tell him stories. I can show him stories of, like, Nick Sensano, who has, like, no arms and no legs, but has a great family life. I mean, he's on stage speaking at Tony Robbins events now. And I could go on this this deep, deep rabbit hole, and most likely it would do nothing. It would do nothing because this person lives in victimhood. I can choose the meaning of the things and my reaction to things, my response to things. And I chose for this experience to mean nothing to me. And instead of being in a heated debate that might have taken me who knows how long that day, might have eaten up at least a half hour, maybe an hour of my day going back and forth, I decided not to do that. And I had a great day. I got a lot of work done. I helped the people who wanted to be helped. I saw my clients for the day. I worked on some of my other projects for the day. I got to spend time with my wife, with my kids, and I got to do it with a very, very clear mind. It was great. It was beautiful. It was a great day. So I implore you, take responsibility in your own life. Things will happen. I wholly, wholly admit that things will happen. It's happened to me in my life. I didn't ask to have my lung taken out and removed. I didn't ask for a chronic kidney disease. I didn't ask for the doctors at 14 to tell me like, hey, in 10 years, your kidneys are probably going to fail. You're either going to need a kidney transplant, constant dialysis, or die. I didn't ask for any of these things, but I'm not a fucking victim. Neither are you. You're strong. You're capable. So take personal responsibility of your decisions take personal responsibility of your actions and make your life great that's how you live a life of freedom on your terms thank you so much for listening to the entire episode i appreciate you so much for your tenacity your growth and hearing all of the great things happening in your life and we'll be back next week with an all new episode take care